Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. Yeah, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you that we get to be here this morning. We thank you for your goodness to us, the freedom that we have to come and worship you this morning. And Lord, we, we just praise you. We lift up your name. We place you as number one in 2023. We ask that you would do things that we haven't seen in many, many years. We pray for breakthroughs. We pray that you would come and visit us in fresh new ways. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We welcome you to come and move in our church, in our community, in fresh new ways. And we ask that you would speak to us and guide us and stretch us and grow us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, some people, I realize you might be a little tired. I mean, if you're like us and you're old, it's pretty much a normal night last night (laughs) in bed at 9.30. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so let's, let's jump straight into it before people get rowdy this morning. <laughs> Here's the title, You Are What You Eat. You are what you eat. You've heard of that saying? You are what you eat. It's a, it's a funny saying. Um, but when you think about it, it's really, really true. Uh, not even about food but everything else other than food. We consume so much stuff through our eyes, through our ears, through just where we are, our atmosphere, the people we hang around, the conversations we have, the things we think about, the things we dwell on. We are what we eat, what we consume, where we are at certain uh, periods of time and how long we spend there. Most of you will know that uh, if you follow us on, on social media, that we spend every morning in the sauna. And uh, the sauna is a great place for spending time because no one can get you in the sauna. Uh, you know, it's, it's just locked away and it's 60 degrees and, and you're just getting rid of a whole lot of sweat and toxins. But it's a great place to think. It's a great place to dwell. It's a great place to, where you, you can't really do too much else. Uh, and in fact, when, you, when it's really intense, um, all you can do is just breathe. But we found that taking certain steps to ensure that what goes in is a really powerful way to set up the day, to set up the week, to set up the year perhaps. Now, it might not be a sauna, it might not be some of the crazy stuff that we get into, ice baths and all sorts of other things. But the reason we are crazy like that is to stay healthy and sane. If you've ever wondered how we keep our joy, that's how we keep our joy. It's by stretching ourselves. If you ever listen to people uh, who teach on growing, and I'm talking about growing uh, for the rest of our lives, I've been listening to Dr. Andrew Huberman from Harvard University, and he talks a lot about neuroplasticity. And even though that slows down as we age, it never stops. You can keep growing until the day you die. 
you can keep growing and learning and understanding new things until the day you die. Now, we do push the boundaries of that a little bit, and I understand that might be scary, uh, but at the end, of, and, and sometimes we even carry wounds, like I'm carrying a wound this morning. For, I'm not, I don't want any, um, you know, any, uh, anyone feeling sorry for me, but I am injured this morning because I took it a little bit too far on the motocross bike a couple of weeks ago, stretching my neuroplasticity and my everything else plasticity, and my ribs are feeling it. But, but anyway, the reason we do some of this stuff is because we've realised we only live once. I'm not saying do crazy stuff like ride motocross, but there will be things that you can do this year that you've never done before. You might have you told yourself, I'm too old to do that. I'm too old to walk a couple of Ks around the block. I, I, no one else can do this. It's, I'm too, too this, too this, too this. Don't make 23 a year where you just make excuses. Zig Ziglar, a great business teacher, said this. Lack of direction, not lack of time, is the problem. We all have 24-hour days. Lack of direction not a lack of time. Every single one of us in this room has the same day span, the same week span, the same months, year. We've got 2023. We, we're excited about 2023. We're glad you showed up today because you never know on New Year's Day. We've never really done a Sunday New Year's Day. Who's, who's around? But we're going to stretch things in 23 like we never have before. And we'd love it if you'd come with us. And you're saying yes, that's good. I'm just taking note. I'm taking note of who's saying yes because you don't even know what you're signing up for. But God has been setting a whole lot of things up for 2023 for us. And it's exciting. But the truth is we don't have to do those things. We don't have to. We could roll over another year and just well, roll things out. It's cushy, comfortable. But just like with neuroplasticity and actually stretching our brain and looking at new things and, and actually trying new things and dabbling in new things in a good way actually grows us. We want to grow as a community. We want to learn new things. We want to see new people. We want to see people saved like never before. We want to see people connected and growing personally in the Lord like never before. But it's going to take something. It's going to mean we, in a direction, we know where we're going together. And so you are what you eat. I want to encourage you this year to have a look at what you're consuming, what you're consuming, and even what you're telling yourself that you can't do. I often remember times when we might have gone through challenges and uh, we might have hit some hard stuff, whether it be in our business or with our Karen's health in particular, ministry, school or business, whatever realm it's been for us. It's easy to remember the hard times and then we don't step out again because we're a little bit fearful. I want to encourage you, 2023 is not a year to be fearful. The past is the past. The past is gone. There's nothing we can do about that now. We've got to make peace with it. We've got to do our best on, on, on healing up from that. But 2023 is a year where we can look with positivity. We can look ahead and say, okay, Lord, I'm not going to make excuses this year. I want to stretch myself. I want to grow in some areas. But it's going to take neuroplasticity in the spirit. It's going to take neuroplasticity in the physical realm as well. 
And so over the years of our life, if you, you might think of a lifespan, let's say 70, 80, 90 years, whatever you think it is, we, we can either evolve uh, due to our surroundings or we can have clear direction and we can make our path. Now, it's all subject to him. This is not self-God, self-power. But what it is is saying, God, you've given me a certain amount of assets here on earth. My body, my time, my prayer life, my voice, my hands, my feet, all of that stuff he's given to us. What am I doing with it? What am I doing with it? Don't waste 2023. Let's make it count together. Let's make it count in a way that we haven't before. We've talked a lot about next leveling and a next level of living. And, and we're really taking that seriously. We're going to roll out some things this year that we've never rolled out as a church before. Uh, you know, you know some, some left field things, okay? Just, just, yeah, whoa, is that okay? But, but it's good. It's good because we've realized if we stay the same, we lose the game. If we just stay the same and keep comfortable and we all know each other and we do the same thing every Sunday, the routine, and it's good and God loves it and we worship together, we don't grow as a church any neuroplasticity. There's no stretching. There's no growth. And so we want to make sure that as a community we're growing, we're challenging. But it's, it's going to mean we have to take steps in advance. And so there's a few things I just want to share this morning that help us in giving us direction so that we can grow. Remember, you are what you eat. Spirit, soul, and body. Now, bad time of year to be talking about food. <laughs> we just come off Christmas, just come off New Year's, and uh, you know it can be a challenging time with all that smorgasbord of food in some locations. But when we look at our spirit, soul, and body, if we want to be clear with the 24 hours a day that God gives us, if we want to be as effective as we can individually and corporately, we look at spirit, soul, and body. What are we consuming? The first thing is we want to be consuming Jesus. Ephesians 4, 24 says to put off the old self. Let's put off 2022, or maybe if you just bundle the last three years up into COVID years and just say, we're, we're just putting off the old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through de deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. In your spirit, you are like Christ. In your spirit, if you're born again, you're like him. That's where he resides. The Holy Spirit is the deposit of what is to come. He is in us. And he has made our spirit new and cleansed. The rest of us is still catching up to that. The rest of us, in the sense of our, our, uh, our body is still catching up with us. You might be thinking, well, why, why wasn't I healed the second I got saved? It's because our body is still coming to grips with the revelation of the fullness of his glory and his goodness. And sometimes we have to remind our body of what's in our spirit so that our body can catch up. And same with our soul. It's same with our emotions. Same with our thinking. Same with our conversations. Same with our friendships. Same with all those different influences that we let into our life. We have to remind ourselves that Jesus resides inside of us. Is this other stuff that I'm feeding on helpful for him? 
Is it helpful for him inside of me? Is that going to complement or conflict what is inside of me and who is inside of me? Because we've put off that stuff. We've put off that stuff. And, and let's put 2022, which in, in some ways wasn't really a bad year. It was just sort of a cruisy year in some ways. Uh, but at the end of the day, we want more in 2023. We want more of him in 2023. So what we do is we align him who resides within us with the rest of us. So what are we consuming? What are we listening to? Who are we listening to? Are those people we're hanging around, are they a negative, toxic voice? If they're a negative, toxic voice, then there's going to be like a weird conflict going on inside of us. If you have ever have uh, an unease inside of your spirit when you're hanging around a certain group of people, listen to that. Because it's called the gift of discernment. And it's discernment from the Holy Spirit. It's the voice of the Holy Spirit saying, this is, they're not giving you good vibrations right now. And so you just get out of there. Whatever excuse you need to keep your peace. Keep your peace in 2023. Do not live and hang around and consume toxic people. It's not worth it. It's not worth another year of having that influence in your life. Believe me, you are better off being alone for a little while than having one person who's, who's pouring in toxic stuff, toxic thinking. And it might even be just little stuff, little manipulative stuff that gets in in almost a little contorted way. Anything that comes from people in a contorted way, put off the old ways. Put off those things. You don't need them. Your spirit doesn't need them. Your mind doesn't need them. And so if we want to dig into the depths of Christ, sometimes he will ask us to put things aside. That's what I often find. Sometimes you might think, he's going to tell me great things. I'm going to encounter him. But oftentimes he'll, he'll say, no, put that aside. Stop doing that. So oftentimes there's a clearing before there's a releasing. And so then we have to work out how to teach our mind, teach our body to live in this new way in a, in a new year. Very popular passage, Romans 12, 1 to 2. Paul says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That part, do not be conformed to this world, is harder these days than it's ever been because the world is in our face more than it's ever been. All the influences, all the pressures, all the voices are right there on our screens and, and everything is instant access, global access and depending what you're feeding on will depend on what slant it has in whatever angle but all of this stuff is bombarding our minds so we have to create space for that. We have to remove some of those voices sometimes so that we're not conformed to the world. Otherwise, we're just feeding on this stuff and that evolution catches up with us. And we, become, we start becoming what we're feeding ourselves. And so we become what we eat. Remember that. Spirit, soul and body. We become what we eat. I'll always remember, this could be controversial, but you're okay with that. Uh, I always remember when we are in Germany at the health clinic, uh, with Wayne and Irene, uh, for those of you who know them. Uh, and one of the, 
one of the health practitioners, I think, said to us, have you ever noticed that people who eat a lot of pork get pig-coloured skin? And I actually remember thinking, wow, I've never really noticed that. But, you know, that was like eight years ago. You might be thinking, oh, I've never noticed that. But have a look. <laughs> if you ever see, and now I'm talking a lot of pork, people who really consume a lot of pork, because we are what we eat. And it's the same if we, if we eat a whole lot. Now, you might be thinking, wow, if, if I drink a lot of smoothies, I'm going to become a smoothie. But <laughs> don't take it so literally. But there's an there's a element of truth to this. We are, well, of course, because we're, we're consuming this stuff. It, it's living cells. It becomes into our living cells. So, of course, we become what we eat. But it's the same in the spirit. It's the same in our minds. Uh, we're fascinated with some of the things we do to uh, keep healthy. It's been so interesting on the days when we don't do that, it, we're not as clear. We're not, we might be, even have some cloudiness, might even have some heavy thoughts coming in our mind. Or if we eat crap one day, which Karen typically never does, but I remember a couple of weeks ago I, I ate some stuff I don't normally eat and the next day I'm like, oh my, actually, what, what? it was prawns on Christmas Day actually. <laughs> the next day, they were lovely, but we don't normally eat that and those of you who eat prawns, enjoy them. But when you haven't eaten like that for a long time, your body goes, what is going on? And I had thoughts I haven't had in a long time. The next day I had some heavy thoughts, not prawn thoughts, but just heavy thoughts. And, and my body wasn't used to this stuff. And so it's really weird how powerful the food and the drink you put in your body. You might wonder why you have depression. Have a look at what you eat and drink. I'm serious. Remember, the f you might be thinking, Marty's going off on a rant. No, hang on. Hang on. Romans 12, 1. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. This is your physical bodies. He's not talking about anything else. He's talking about your bodies. And I know, you know, the room will go quiet on a lot of this stuff, but this, this is scripture. And so there is something to this. Now, of course, you know, there's always going to be different expressions of that. But so much of where this world is going, mental illness is bombarding us from every single angle. Every single angle. And, and there's so much more, you know, beyond that in this world with the craziness and the busyness and the, the pressures of this world. That stuff isn't getting lighter and lighter and easier, is it? It's only accelerating. It's only increasing. And so where does it end? We have to become very good at looking after our bodies. We have to become very, very good at what we consume in our spirit, soul, and body. Because our spirits are one with Christ already. It's okay. and If we don't look after the other areas, it's all right. We're saved. We're born again. But we might as well just flick off and go there now because it's better there. But he's got a calling, an influence, and a mandate, and assignments for every one of you. He has assignments for you, spiritual assignments, natural assignments, people to connect with. People to pray for, things to achieve, things to accomplish for his glory. And we are so much better when we're watching what we eat in spirit, soul, and body. 
And we'll do some stuff on this this year to help those of you who are hungry to help yourself in, in the physical aspect. Karen's going to do some stuff this year to help people get fitter and stronger and, and healthier because we take this stuff seriously. And, and, and it makes a big, 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 big difference, like, like a massive difference. I, when I'm mentoring guys, one of the, well, the first thing I start with is their body. I don't even worry about all habits or things that are going wrong or do you pray, do this. No, we're starting with your body. Why? Because the body is the place where we're feeling everything. It carries our spirits. It's the access point to everything. It, our body is the thing that says, pick up your phone and read scripture. So if our, we're not feeling like it, we won't do it. The body is the key to breakthrough. And, and that then releases our spirit. And so we really need help in this area. Modern society is bombarded by offences of this stuff. And we need help. I don't know about you, but we need a lot of help. The only one who can truly help is the Holy Spirit. For us as a church to get to what God wants to do in and through us, we need the Holy Spirit. I'm going to ask the band to come up because we're going to finish on that note today. And that is we need the Holy Spirit to come and fill us with his enabling with his power. Now, most of you know we can't really do prayer ministry because we don't want concussion. We don't have cushy carpet anymore. But what I'd love you to do in your mind, on your phone, your iPad, your notebook, whatever you've got, is maybe as I've been talking, you've been realising, wow, I've made excuses in 2023 why I can't walk, I can't get fit, I can't get healthy, why I, I, can't, I can't do this, I can't do that. All of those excuses, all of those excuses have held you back from doing more, from seeing more, from being clearer in your mind. I'm, t I'm telling you, the, the days when, when I don't follow through on some of the things that I know help me, I do not feel the same. And I want to encourage you, set up a health routine. Set up time where you look after your body. It is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And if, if we just did this as a community this year, just like the Seventh-day Adventists do, they take this stuff really, really serious. And across the world, world studies have shown them to be some of the healthiest people on earth. Interesting, isn't it, how serious they take some of this stuff. So things like fasting, praying, meditation in the Word of God, looking after our bodies, exercise, all of this stuff, it's so important. If you get breakthrough in this, you will get breakthrough in other areas. So we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to come and speak to us and teach us and show us. Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. This world is hopeless. Watch the news. It's hopeless. And the more you watch, the more you listen. It's like, oh my goodness. Like, it's just crazy. And Elon Musk, as good as he is, he's not the saviour. 